0: To the Corn Nation post game reaction after the Maryland game. It was a fun game for Husker fans everywhere, as Nebraska demolished the Maryland Terrapins, fifty-four to seven. Joining me is Paul and Jill from our website. I did something amazing today, and then I didn't drink a single bit of alcohol. So now for Iowa, I'm going to have to not drink again. Is that how that goes?
1: Yeah, you just – yeah, you screwed yourself over on that one, John.
0: I shouldn't have mentioned it, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Okay. All right. So so what are you guys' initial thoughts?
2: Winning is more fun than losing.
0: That's very simple. Definitely.
1: Yeah, I want to see more of this, like, Martinez-McCaffrey option play. I'm, like, looking at that going, yes, next year I want more of that.
0: Okay, here, here's the thing with that. I mean, we can jump ahead a little. Has Luke uh, McCaffrey used up his four games this year? No, he hasn't. He can play next week. So so yeah. we could really kind of mix it up a little if if it came down to it next week. We can,
1: oh yeah,
2: and yeah. we may need to if if Robinson is not back, um, we may need another option, um no pun intended um, on the wing <laughs> uh if if Robinson isn't there,
1: yeah we we need another warm body that can like do something with the ball, especially if Wondale's still hurt.
2: that seems like a low bar actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but, have you watched this team this year?
2: <laughs> Indeed I have. Indeed I have. Um and and low bars are, are the easiest to get over. So let's I guess we'll go with that. Um until we can prove that we can get over them. Um maybe we should probably should stick with the low bars.
0: It's okay. I mean, this season we're not that good a team. Again, we're trying to become a better team. Uh Adrian Martinez was our leading rusher, 10 attempts for 94 yards. Second was Luke McCaffrey with 10 attempts for 83 yards and in coming in third was Dedrick Mills uh 12 carries for 65 yards not exceptional for Mills but he didn't play a whole lot because Ramirez Johnson got
1: 18 carries. Jill Yeah the coaching staff owed that to Ramirez they'd mismanaged his other three games so badly that I think he needed to be a focal point, plus Cedric Mills was sick.
0: Okay, well, apparently there was a comment at the end of the game. Scott Frost said something about it was coming out of both ends.
1: Yeah, for both Spielman and Mills. Yeah, that gives a whole new meaning to the term explosive offense, doesn't it?
0: Ouch. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> oh, my I did not realize that that was the, um, the provenance of that particular, I I've seen it. It was, it almost is trending by now. Um, but I didn't know what the provenance was and okay, Scott, nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, we pay you $6 million pay dollars pay a you year, not cover. to say stuff like that. So, okay. Anyway, moving along. Um, Some other thoughts about this game. Um, We went on the road, which has, no matter who we're playing, has been a dicey uh, exercise over the last several years. And we played probably our best all-around. You know, four quarters. Keep our you know keep our heads. You know, where they were supposed to be mentally, physically, everything. We did everything we were supposed to, and we did it on the road. That has to be seen as a positive. Um, I realize it was Maryland, <laughs> but it was it was at Maryland, and I mean we've lost a, a lot of road games over the last few years that we had no business losing to to manifestly inferior teams, and we didn't do that today. Um, in fact, we annihilated them, and and that is. That that has to be seen as a huge positive, I think.
0: I don't I don't know how. I think the only way you find negative things out of this is that if you're just a crabby son of a bitch, or you, know, are you wanted,
2: are you are you, are you wanted, you know that that shutout was that big of a deal that you didn't care that you were willing to risk, you know, a, an injury to a to a first or second string defender um, to preserve a shutout in the last three minutes um against the second worst team uh in the big 10. so i i, I don't eh, what are you going to do right um that was a yes. meaningless it was a meaningless touchdown and
1: i don't know that's the, Nebraska's last one, though, too. <laughs> we had a holding
2: you know i you can we can we can gripe about that i think our only penalty was a hold right Yes. um okay so that's really- a negative I'm sure there's
0: something else
1: <laughs> I can think of.
0: But right now,
1: that's one about penalty. it. a penalty, yes. We had one, we penalty. Had one
0: interception where Martinez could have scored. And you know what's unique about that interception? Tell no us, <laughs> We were 9 of 10 in the red zone today. So if he doesn't throw that interception, we were 10 of 10, and that would have been perfect. That fucking Martinez. There you go.
1: Oh, yeah, I totally want Luke McCaffrey to start next year. I mean, let's just trash everything we've done for two years. Uh, um, (laughs) I am being sarcastic. I love Luke, and I loved having him on the field. I think we might see him next year in some of these roles just to get him on the field.
2: You know, I don't know if if Frost is aware of this, but... um... I have a few legacy Hawkeye fans, friends, and Christian McCaffrey um, is still running through their um, the backs of their minds like twenty four seven. So I look actually look forward to featuring Luke um, in an offense next week. Um,
0: you just want to hear, hear the name McCaffrey.
2: Yes, um, yeah. I I think it was I think it was Iowa's Rose Bowl year, right? Twenty fifteen. Yeah. 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 When 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 uh, Christian McCaffrey finished what second in the Heisman voting, and absolutely single handedly destroyed Iowa in the Rose Bowl. Um, it, it, yeah, I think his it, first was a touchdown. That name, the, the the McCaffrey name to Iowa fans has become what. Um, Chris Brown from Colorado is to Nebraska fans. I mean, seriously, I mean, he scored again. There he goes, you know, Um, another, yeah, let's, so let's get him out there. If, if only to mess with their minds, that's that, that is McCaffrey and his last name are, are our secret weapon next
0: week. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing about that, that touchdown, right? Uh, Maryland finished with 149 rushing yards. and they 70 got, of it in one play. They got over, over 100 yards. They finally went over 100 yards because they had that 58-yard touchdown with 313 left. So six sacks for our defense held Maryland to 57 pass yards. Uh, four fumbles. You are also
1: up. forgetting, John, we made three field goals.
0: We were perfect in kicking.
1: That is just unreal.
2: And we doinked one um, off, or we doinked one it, 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 good. So, I mean, literally everything went right today.
0: <laughs> it did it was a it was a nice day. You know, I, I hope that uh, we didn't lose use up all our karma or some kind of like stored unluckiness or luckiness that we've built up over the past few years. One thing I want to say is this, and this is for people that listen to this. Uh, Before this game, what happened this morning when I got up is one of my guys went on Twitter and said that he would bet $1, a dollar for every like that his tweet got that Nebraska would cover the spread. Nebraska was 1-9 and on covering the spread this year. He didn't tell me he was tweeting that it kind of ticked me off because I thought I don't even know how to bet because I don't gamble. But I would have taken that bet. I can say that now because the game's over. But uh, I don't know how much money he made off of making the bet. But uh, when you got up this morning and you looked at spread was five points and you as Husker fan guy, I want you to think about, did you really think Nebraska would go into this game and completely dominate, annihilate Maryland? Because I'm thinking most of you, the answer is no. So –
1: no, I,
2: I actually I did not anticipate this, but I do. I did. Um, I said this in the Slack and I think I, I think I said I think I tweeted this as well um, that um, I thought we would roll today um, and that it would be very much on brand for Iowa to to get to, you know, eight and four, eight and three um, with, you know, a chance to really. You know do something in in what's arguably our first meaningful matchup in several years since 2015 when they were you know when 12 and 0 was on the line for them um it would be very much on brand for them to completely um fuck that up um so i felt this morning i felt that we were going to roll and that and that our chances of actually becoming bowl eligible are, are actually pretty good um. So I am gonna. I I I envision something like like thirty eight ten is kind of what I was expecting. I did not see um this this coming though.
1: Yeah, I didn't see this coming at all. I, I thought the Huskers would win, but I, I I didn't see them actually not screwing up badly at some point.
0: I think when they got out early, your your general feeling was they're gonna screw this up somehow. Is that, am I right or wrong? No. No. Yeah, the, thi-
2: I, the things that were happening were so were happening so fast and it's just like you know what? We're not gonna it's like when Harry Potter was drinking the liquid luck, you know, you just don't mess with it because everything is going right. That's kind of, that was kind of the feeling I had. Like, you know what? I got no worries about this. It's the first game, I think all season that that I've said that. And we've had a number of games where we jumped out pretty, looked really good in the first quarter and then just kind of, you know, shitted down our leg. Um, I, I There was never that feeling. And maybe it's a disrespect of, of maryland um because they're a they're a really horrible football team um but i just was never worried at all today
1: no i i thought maybe they would screw up a possession or two potentially but i didn't think they would actually lose this game because of scripts after that you could just see how the game was going so that felt good
0: Maryland ended up 5 of 14 on third down. At one point, they were 2 of 11. They ended up 0 for 3 on fourth downs. So our defense actually... Played with, the, with, with, with an average
2: gain on fourth down of about minus 9, I think. Something like that. Um, there was a uh, an interesting stat that I saw coming across come across twitter that nebraska or that that maryland um by the middle of the fourth quarter had run two plays in nebraska territory one from the 48 one from the 49 yard line um that is a phenomenal <laughs> that is a phenomenal statistic and i don't think they ran very many if any at all um for the second half of the of the fourth quarter or the last half of the fourth quarter. Um,
1: yeah, because even even against a bad FBS team, that is really impressive.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, there's a <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that can happen in a football game. So for it essentially to to be the same result over and over and over again really means something. That just the chance for you know just random, weird shit to happen doesn't happen it It speaks to just how much better Nebraska was than than Maryland um, they beat them in the same way that um you know like an Ohio state or a penn state um uh did not quite as badly, but pretty close and statistically probably probably. Uh, was even more dominant, I think. I have to go back and look, but I don't think it was too much, too much more than that.
0: We, we play. It'll be interesting to see uh, when the game book comes out, what the participation report looks like. Um, the guys that cover the game, I think, get that immediately after the game. But uh, how many? How many? I mean, you can't take 150 people on the road with you. I think you're limited to 60, if I remember correctly.
2: I thought it was eighty, but
0: maybe.
1: Yeah, that I think was... it's eighty in the Big Ten. Is it okay?
0: Well, that's still a lot of guys. And
1: what
2: I we bet guys... we, I bet we had hundred percent participation, though.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. Because there was yeah, a lot close. when when we gave up. Vedril didn't food. get in. Well, that's right. I never saw
1: federal in there, but we would be pretty close.
2: <laughs> I wonder if something's up with federal, because there's no way that he, uh, unless. Unless he's just not going to be, you know, he's just going to be the 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 quarterback coach, player coach, coach player, whatever. Um, because I honestly I think he's better than Bunch, um, and Bunch played. So,
1: I think Vedrill's gotten was he getting one or two starts now, and it was a, really a matter of just if they got McCaffrey in the game, needed to maximize touches for him. And I think – and Federal's been hurt, so why take yeah. the chance? I, I, that, that's I agree. My, they're going to they're gonna need him against Iowa p- potentially. So I think this was predetermined. <laughs> it, you it just was, think
0: that it's uh, – we're, we're going to do this for next year and we're going to get these young guys, many young guys as we can on the field in these last couple, few games. I mean, I realize we're going to do our best to try to beat Iowa and become bowl eligible, but uh, I don't know. I I I looked at it and kind of went, "Well, he's he's you know he's he's a senior, isn't he?"
1: No, oh, Fe- I think he's Fe- actually.
0: Federal's a junior. Oh, is he? Okay, yeah. so, so he still has time to get some more game time in. Um,
2: it was <laughs> getting back to something that Jill said earlier um, about um having having uh McCaffrey and and Martinez on the field at the same time um (laughs) the watching watching uh, in particular watching McCaffrey run the option um is is a bit like watching this team in some kind of 90s Huskers cosplay um they're a they're a shadow of the real thing but it's fun to watch (laughs) <laughs> and, and it, you know, it just sort of brings back this, this, this feeling that, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I recognize you, um, I see, I see what you're doing, I, I see what you did there, um, it, it, it would be, it, it would be nice if we can develop some of that more, because let's face it, I mean, nobody other than the surface Academies and maybe Georgia Tech are really running any any kind of option-based offense. And I know we're not going to become an option-based offense again, but if we made it a, a strong, effective part, and not almost a gimmicky part of our offense, it, it can be really it, it could be really effective. Um, in, in the game what's today.
0: The, what's the difference between a gimmicky part and an effective part? I mean, what is a gimmicky? Um, I, 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 would a say
2: I would say practicing it, you know, practicing the option for, say, 20 minutes or, or 40 minutes per week as opposed to practicing it four or five hours. That That's, um, you know, in rep over and over and over again and really talking, um, you know, Scott talking to... Um, Adrian and Luke about, you know, what, you know, where are you looking and, you know, when do you make that pitch? When do you make that decision? You know, keep, do you? Do I think you...
1: Yeah. I think it, it's not gimmicky when a defense has to spend at least some of their time preparing for it during the week they're facing the Huskers.
2: It's not gimmicky. Even it's also don't... not gimmicky when, when the players understand what they're doing with it and, and, mm-hmm. and how to, how to exploit it's, it's how to, how to minimize its weaknesses and how to exploit its strengths. Then it fail, stops being gimmicky and becomes a, a legit weapon for an offense. And we have the pieces in place to run an effective option right now. Um, and I, I think we could. And I think it's hard to prepare for. I really do. It's it's harder it's easier to pair for it I think in the Big 10 than it was in the Big 12 and I think this team would be would would have a lot of fun playing in the Big 12 right now. Um that's just sort of a fantasy of mine I guess. Um <laughs> but it, I would like to see it rather than this kind of cosplay thing that that we've got going on right now.
0: Well, maybe that's what they're setting up. I mean, if you remember earlier in the season against Ohio State, they did bring out the old I formation and ran a series, which Ohio State really—that was the only time against Ohio State in which we looked like we had any semblance of a team. That was
2: right? our only drive that was that was more than more than twenty yards, I think. Right. So.
1: So. Yeah, and Frost shut it down because he's like, yeah, we weren't winning that game, and we weren't going to give everybody a look at it. <laughs> right. All right. Yeah. Anything so else? All, if they under- if the players understand that they can run it well, it might be gimmicky for a game. But after one game, defensive coordinators have to spend time on it.
2: Oh, well, they do. Um but the thing is looking at 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 next week in particular um Iowa runs um not not an option based offense but Iowa runs an option quite frequently so their defense is is not going to be surprised or, or completely befuddled um, by us running an offense excuse me running an option two or three times um next week is not the time to try and roll this out um
1: no but next week is the time where you you pitch it to mccaffrey and have the run past option for mccaffrey I, w- I would agree with that little, the, next <laughs> next week, the next evolution
2: next week is it i mean when <laughs> you win and win and move on lose and go home um so it is it is it, w- Nebraska is always at its best this year when it plays YOLO football, you know, just like, you know what? Fuck it. Everybody go deep. You know, that's, that's, has been our most effective offense. I'm not sure well, why it keeps too. going left, left and right um, because we don't have the speed to make that work. So, It's really just Sandlot. They play their best when they're playing Sandlot backyard, middle of the street football that we all played in sixth grade. You know, you go deep, fat kid. You stay here. Count five, Mississippi. (laughs) Um, No,
1: I'll disagree with that a little bit. It's not sand. It looks like Sandlot because they're decisive. When Martinez stands there and actually gathers himself to throw and is looking around, that's when I get nervous because you know he's. Thinking too much, and that's yeah. when he throws balls that get picked. It looks yeah. like Sandlot football, but it's not. They're when they're decisive and they're playing. Everybody's doing what they should. It looks Sandlot, but they are running the offense. Frost wants a hundred percent of the time.
2: Okay, and I just to clarify my clarify what I meant by Yolo football, though is is just there. It doesn't matter if we, you know, it doesn't matter if we lose by one or we lose by a hundred. I mean, we need to not, we need to play no fear, just like no punt, just go for it. Football next. Um, I next agree with week. that.
1: Yeah. You
2: know, um, and and Frost needs to go back and listen to himself in his initial several interviews that he did after he was hired before Nebraska ever took a snap under his leadership. You know, he says, we're not going to be afraid, you know, we're going you know. <laughs> and, and characterizing his entire first couple of years is often playing, you know, playing from a position of fear, you know, Hey, we're up by four. I don't want to fuck this up. So I'm going to be really, really careful. That is not, that is not Nebraska's strength. We will almost certainly give up a touchdown in those, in those situations or worse, you know? So I don't know. That's the key to winning. And that's my key next week anyway.
1: Yeah. 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 He's a young head coach and man, have you looked at him? He's aging faster than a president.
2: <laughs> um. Yeah, I have noticed that. It's been a, it's, it's, it's been a long couple of decades these last two seasons for Frost. So,
1: <laughs> But I, he, he can get this done. I mean, he's got, this, he's got it cerebrally. I mean, he, he knows what to do. I, I'm, know, just, I'm impressed with the growth we've seen from him. I know it hasn't translated into the wins yet, but Frost is getting control of this culture, this team. And I know, John, you hate that term, culture because it's so ambiguous, but Boston's yeah. getting it. I really think he is.
0: Well, you know what? We had four wins last year. We have five wins this year. That's improvement. It wasn't the <laughs> season everybody wanted, but, you know, there you go. We could get to six.
1: Mhm. Yeah, and it, and if they get to six, they have a chance at seven.
0: By the way, I don't know if anybody paid attention to this, but um, since I do photography, I also uh, partake in discussions with other teams. And today, one of the things I paid attention to was the Penn State people. And they were all complaining, as they did after the Minnesota game, that some of their coaches needed to be fired because there's no way they should ever lose to Minnesota. And by God, today's today. Today's game against Ohio State was an embarrassment, and some of those coaches need to be fired and we're all the all, we're not the only insane fan base I think across college football we're all crazy people. I think the game itself makes us insane, and then Twitter adds to it and then you know what I mean well and and there's
2: there's this there's this weird mathematical cuz i have to bring math into everything there's this me- weird almost well it's not weird it's exactly what it should be that if you have a team like like um minnesota that everybody t- expects to be for proverbial, pro- proverbially you know perennially excuse me 5 and 7 to 7 and 5 somewhere right in there if they suddenly are are staring down, you know, an 11 and 1 season, that's 5 wins that aren't going to somebody else. That that really does throw a wrench in, well, Nebraska's plans to rebuild and Penn State's plans to to challenge Ohio State. It, it it's it's it only takes a couple of magical seasons to really throw everything into chaos just because you know they've taken these wins that you that that were expected to be in somebody else's win column and all of a sudden you know you start questioning yourself and things like that do we really believe that minnesota has a a a program that is sustainable in the long term the way penn state's is i would argue no they have a gifted, extraordinary, came out of nowhere, having a Cinderella season quarterback who's going to be drafted into the NFL, and then they'll probably next season sink back to being five and seven to seven and five. Not unlike Iowa after it went twelve and zero and then lost a championship game and got beat up in the Rose Bowl. Um, they they're back to eight and four, seven and five, you know, that's because that's where Iowa lives. Penn state is going to live at nine and three to 11 and one every year. And as long as, as long as they're living next to Ohio state, I I don't see them getting, getting any, that's ever going to be any different. So. Yeah.
1: Ryan Day has, has moved the needle on Ohio state much more than I expected. It's impressive what
0: he's done he he got justin fields
1: he got Justin <laughs>
2: fields and he got chase young who is who is yeah. who is the most disruptive violent i mean violent in terms of causing yeah. havoc on the field football player since sue and yeah.
1: Yeah. and
2: he's going to the i i mean there Ohio State is a good football team without um without Chase Young, but they are not a national championship caliber football team without him. So, so
1: before Pellini got to Nebraska, he was just a player. I mean, coaching does matter, and yes, when you get this like oil of riches and you can coach, it works, but. I- it'll be interesting to see how long he can sustain
2: it. Yeah. I I, I don't disagree with that. Um, Chase Young and, and, and Sue are generational talents though. I mean, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're They have to have the development and the coaching to go along with it. But just the fact that, that um, there hasn't been anyone under Ryan Day's tutelage that is, Done what that what Chase Young is doing, and and Pelini didn't have anybody before or after him that was at that level. It tells you that it takes both, you know. You, and I don't know. I it, it, to get back to 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 Penn State's crazy fans. I mean, you, Penns, you know, Penns if Penn State, Penn State, if they had won today. And they really gave it a game. Um made excuse me, made it a game, would have been in first place in the in the in the east. Um <laughs> the the totality of their season does not justify talking about firing anyone. I mean, they're playing the what in my in my opinion, the best football team in the country. Far and away the best football team in the country. And
0: and 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 that it is insane to, to think that they should head fire head. somebody, you know. Well, my wife my wife stuck her head in here and she said, uh, "You don't justify your bad behavior by justifying other people's by bad behavior." Um, she's a preschool teacher. Uh, okay, is there any any final thoughts on Maryland, Nebraska, the game?
2: Um, I wish we could play. 12 of these per year every year <laughs> We'll we'll split it, them six it, six at home six away you know every couple of years we'll even throw in a trip to ireland or something to play them um that's what i think i, I really it, I, I would like to make our cross division rival maryland <laughs> i just i want to submit that every year let's put maryland on the schedule
1: no, we joined the Big Ten to play Michigan and Ohio State and Penn State, and we we haven't held up our end of the deal. But I, you're right. This team this year needed this win. How much it helps them next week, I guess, is yet to be known, but it can't hurt. No.
0: We'll, see, we'll see what Iowa comes up with to throw at us, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, that is the post game reaction for the Maryland game in which Nebraska dominated in every phase, including special teams, which is pretty amazing because, well, you know how our special teams have been, and defense, and offense, and everything, with things coming out of both ends at sometimes. All right, I'm John Johnston, joined by Paul Dalen and Jill Heemstra. Uh, that's our show. Thank you for listening. And uh, I don't know, send us some feedback, comment on the website or some damn thing like that. Thank you.